0: 7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia.
1: Thank you Greg and uh, good evening and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM, our sport owner. Uh, Taviso Musia is me Luyolom Kalipi and Katleku are uh, producing the show and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer and uh, only one place to go tonight folks and one thing to talk about this evening throughout the show that is the ICC Cricket World Cup which is finally underway in England and Wales with the Pro taking on England in the to- tournament opener today and it is all over, if you have not been following, England have won by 104 runs after bowling South Africa out for 207. Uh, the Proteas had won the toss, uh, put England into bet and England posted 311 for eight in their 50 overs. At some stage, they looked like they could be getting anything well above 350, and uh, there were three down for 217 after 36 overs. But the Proteas did well to peg them back to 311 for eight, and uh, Ben Stokes top scoring with 89 for England owen morgan the captain made 57 jason roy and uh, joe root also made their 50s and uh, for the proteas lunging giri took three for 66 in his 10 overs and Imran tahir opened the bowling he picked up a wicket off his second ball uh, removing johnny basto there for for a duck and uh Eventually, uh, he ended with 2 for 61. Imran Tahir and KG Rabada also 2 for 66. So, in reply, Quintin de Kock top scored with 68 for the Proteas, and uh, they were eventually bowled out for 207 with Rassie van der Dussen making 50 and without any wasting any further time. We're going to go live to the Oval in London to get immediate reaction from freelance writer Longani Zama. Later on, we'll speak to Brian Macmillan, Big Mac, former Proteus Allrounder. We'll also get his thoughts and we'll also be joined on the show by Dr. Umpo Rabada who is KG Rabada's father. They've got a foundation going on and KG has donated 100,000 rand uh, of, worth of equipment to, uh, to, to 2,500 deserving young people. So we want to find out how do people qualify to get this equipment how do how are they deserving so we'll get all the details from dr mpora bada and we'll also talk betting betting's on the rise and uh, there's there's a lot of activity now that there's cricket so we're going to talk about the odds find out who's the favorite what are the betting patterns and what are the dangers also and we will speak to wsb world sports betting on the show but we're going to go to live to the game to the stadium rather the oval in london <laughs>
0: Stack SAFM, sport
1: on. Feel free to give us your reaction. The lines are open right now, 0891-104-207. You can send voice notes on WhatsApp, 061-4104-107. What's your take on the Proteas' 104 run loss to England today? And Lungani Zama joins us on the line. He's a freelance writer. He'll be at the World Cup for the duration of the tournament. Lungani, good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM.
2: Hi, Tabisha, so My pleasure.
1: Thank you. We're going to get to the game shortly, but you've been in in England for a few days now. How's the buzz? I saw there was a party in, on, on the streets yesterday, and it seems like uh, they can't. You can't escape the World Cup if you're there because the branding is all over.
2: Ah, it's a funny place, honestly. It depends on the area, Tabish. Uh, so the area that you go to. Um, sometimes you won't even know if you go to certain parts of London that there's a Cricket World Cup going on. Hmm. But around the stadium itself, yeah, are it's a massive carnival atmosphere. And I think for the tournament, it was important that England started well, which they did, obviously, today, because it just galvanises those people who are still not sure whether they're keen on this tournament, because there's a lot going on in an English summer. There's Wimbledon coming up. Mm. The Sevens just been here. There's the Champions League final on Saturday. There was a Europa League final last night involving English teams. So there's a lot of things splitting their interest. Um, so for England to win and win the way they did, I think it's great for the tournament as a whole. Obviously, not great for South Africa. Talking but in about terms of just galvanising their spirit, a win like this against one of the big teams in world cricket is massive.
1: Talking about that, what do the stats say about a team losing their first game of the World Cup? Have they ever gone on to win it?
2: Ooh, the stats. Um, look, I, I think they, they, traditionally the teams, the, the one stat that we said was. In the last six World Cups, only one team that was favorite going in has actually won it, and that was Australia. Mm. Generally, the teams that come under the radar and start slowly build towards the business end and, and get their momentum towards the semi-final. So, in that sense, South Africa, we're, we're, we're looking at that and saying that, you know, even if we start slowly, I think they were almost preempted this defeat because far said, whether we win or lose, we're going to treat this the same. We're not going to panic because it's a nine-game tournament before you even get to the knockout. So, I think... They did preempt the fact that they may lose, and the fact that they have, there's no sense of panic because you've already spoken about the fact that if we lose, it's not a train smash. Mm. We've still got another eight chances. But it does make it more difficult now because when you go to Southampton after Bangladesh on Sunday, you play India in their first game of the tournament, there was a good start, and then you play West Indies, but there are courses. So suddenly, you're running out of opportunities to make too many mistakes. And that's the danger of losing your first game. And more than losing, losing the way that they've lost, I think, is, is the most frustrating thing for most South African fans who are watching.
1: Let's look at some of the decisions made. Firstly, winning the Tours, to 2 plessis put England into bed. Was that a correct decision for you?
2: 100%. South Africa have insisted that their strength is their bowling. And to restrict the most powerful batting lineup in world cricket at the moment to 310, 10-11, Is a statement in itself. So your bowling obviously then works. So that's justified. England would have won the toss and they would have backed it as well because they feel on their day they can score anything between 350 and 400. So it was a strength for strength call. I think if England won the toss, we still would have seen Salazka ball first anyway. So they were always planning it. And Fafa just said that he told Imran Tahir for over a year. That if, when we play England in that first game, you're going to open the bowling because they won't be expecting it, and that's what he did. And he took a wicket in his first in his first over, so that's completely justified. They've done that part right.
1: Were you expecting Imran Tahir to open the, the bowling?
2: Not open, but I thought we would see him in the first ten 10-over. So it did take it did take even me by surprise because you know it's um, it's uh, it, it, it was a great turn up, and 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 you have to surprise teams. There's very rigid plans of going hard and going hard at the fast ball. These pitches are hard and, and fast, so they shoot the, the ball coming onto the back. So to rock up with the number one spinner in the world and say we open it with a leg spinner. It's a huge statement from South Africa. But they've backed it, and uh, obviously, you know, obviously Imran has, has lived up to that and delivered the second ball. So the, the bowling is working as we thought it
1: would. A uh, surprise decision for me was to leave out David Miller. I see the conversation is going on on a social media. What did you make of that?
2: Look, I think um, people are maybe mis- misinterpreting the, who, who the decision was between. I don't think it was between Rusty van der Dursen and David Miller. Rassif van der Dursen has had a fantastic summer. He was put on the spot. And ever since his debut, he's proved that he deserves to be there wherever he bats in Slotten. And even today, he's made runs. I think the decision was between Aidan Markram and David Miller based on form. And Aiden got the nod because he's come to the U.K. and made some runs in counter cricket. And he bowls, as he did, a couple of overs. Because you're not sure about that fifth bowler. Andy Le and Trent Petrouris are very similar. If one of them gets lined up, you need an extra bowling option along with J.P. Dumini. So I think Miller has been overtaken in terms of someone they see as a powerful ally in the middle order. And van der dusen who's done it, and MSL, who's done it for years for the Lions as well. So that wasn't a surprise in that sense. Um, Miller, M- M- Miller is now looking at, at people like Markram as his competition because Markram and Jumini the not From the distance, distance shown himself to be versatile enough so it's an interesting one but there is no such thing as players being guaranteed places in this, in this team and that's what's, what the selectors have said from the get-go so it will be interesting to see what happens in the next game um, because from the distance again has made runs and Markram is the one who hasn't made runs so now if you leave him out it affects the balance of the team again
1: Well, you did say that the Proteas rely strongly on their bowling attack. They couldn't bowl England out, but uh, they did restrict them to 311 for eight. It looked like they were getting away with it at some stage. What did you make of the bowling performance?
2: Yeah, the bowling is the strength, you know, and and amongst the media contingent here, we've always said that it's the attacks around this tournament. So I think it's probably got the strongest attack on paper, even with staying injured. Um, they've got some speed. They've got at least three guys who strike, and Asisura is struck. Emirates are here struck with a new. So you know, you've got the potential to have teams at 40, 50, for 4, for 5, if you come and hit your, you know, you know, hit your area straight up, straight away. Um, so the bowling has never been a concern. In the middle, overs, perhaps. I think Trent Pretorius and Andy LePreslua are a little bit too similar in terms of pace and what they do. So you need. Joffre Archer, what he did today is what they were hoping Anrich Nokia was going to bring to the tournament. And obviously Anrich Nokia is injured, so Chris Morris is 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 the guy who replaced him. Everyone thought Chris Morris would come in because he bowls at least at 140 clicks an hour. So the fact that he hasn't come in and they've gone for Grand Pretorius looked like a bit of a soft decision to say maybe we're going to show up our batting. Um, but Chris Morris is a strike bowler. And, you know, sometimes when you play against these teams that go hard, you need a strike bowler to go up against strike batsmen and say... We know You know we'll see who who does what. But they've gone with two medium paces essentially, and I think they have played a little bit for it because there was an opportunity there to bowl England out at one stage. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a nine it's a nine game tournament. So those lessons that they've absorbed now, they can't make those same mistakes again when they come up with India or West Indies or Pakistan or Australia in their last group game, which now looks, as we feared, it. that it'll be decisive. It'll almost be a quarter final because you'll almost need to win that. To go through to the semis
1: well 312 seemed like a gettable, at a target where did it go wrong in that betting um, in in the betting
2: yeah Thomas, it's, 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 uh, sorry, it's this um, it's this consistent um, inability to to play to you know the capabilities when it comes to tournament cricket you know the last time they played a tournament it was here at the oho against India in the champions trophy and they was completely out of character. Um, they were run out, they were strange shots, and again today we saw some strange shots. So, you know, I think that's the problem. And as a, a guy like Quinton de Kock, I think it's, 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 it, there's a lot of pressure on him and he, and, and, and he feels it, you know. He he has to, has to, has to deliver. The fact that there's no longer an option, mm-hmm. is, is it can weigh heavily on you because you know every time that you can't afford to fail. And uh, we can see now that it's, um, that's the way it's going.
1: Ashim Amla retired head for five after that bouncer from Jofra Acha. He did come back earlier on. How uh, he did come back later, rather. How big a blow was that? Did do you think it it affected the momentum in any way?
2: More than the more than affecting the momentum, that'd be So it affected the mental state of the team. It pace pace makes people do strange things. It hurries you up your decision making because you know that you've got less time. Even if you can see the ball, even if you know which way it's swinging. You know, you've got less time. You hurried into your decisions. And you saw three or four dismissals. Van der Dussen was trying to pull. And Faf admitted that the bouncer is the archer's strike ball. So they need to learn that. Um, You saw him, Amla getting ahead, Faf out hooking. You know, all these guys, the extra pace made the shot that they were trying to play a little bit more difficult. And that's what extra pace does. That's what express pace does to you. And they've insisted on this, so it's not like a surprise. But you know that's why they wanted an, yeah, someone who bowls 150 and makes life uncomfortable, because you you you're playing out of your comfort zone. You you almost uh, you almost free-willing. Um And if the guy gets it right, as Geoff Root did today, gets four wickets, suddenly he's got all this momentum, and everyone thinks know, Now they're behind England. Just the other day, they were talking about they weren't sure if the guy can fit into their culture. Mm. Now that he's taken four wickets, oh, he's English, hundred percent. It's a funny thing.
1: And how much did the Proteas know about Jofra Archer? Because he was a surprise package to many. And I remember when Sri Lanka were here a couple of months ago, the Proteas were caught by surprise by some of the Sri Lankan bowlers. It didn't seem like they'd done their homework.
2: Yeah, I don't think it was so much a lack of homework this time. It's, it, it, it's more the lack of intensity. When you play IPL, you play IPL. Um, I'm not saying people play themselves at IPL, but the, the stage is not the same, you know. Um you you can share the box with uh, Deontay Wilder in a ring with no people there, but suddenly, when the whole world is watching and it's a World Cup tournament and that same guy hits you, you feel more. And even the reaction of the crowd is a bit different. So I think it was a case of that. IPL, you play and it's a carnival, everything's cheap. Here. here, suddenly, every time Geoffrey Archer bought a bouncer, so the whole crowd was getting behind it, like we're watching a boxing fight and he's just landed a big uppercut. And, you know, there, there's that sense of drama that, that the crowd in England that, that gets that hyped brings with it, and you can the pressure that is sort of absorbed onto the batsman at that stage because, you know, this thing matters a bit more now. He's playing for countries, not just for some random IPL franchise that he's going to forget about. So it was more the intensity of the occasion. I don't think you can be ready for that, and a few of the guys haven't played in the World Cup, and you could see it, you know, not stage fright per se, but there was that little bit of hesitation, and hesitation at this level, at that speed, it's critical, you know. It's the it's between winning and losing.
1: Yeah, what was the reaction at the at the, the ground to that catch of Ben Stokes? I saw your tweet. Uh, catch of the tournament for me, even though it's the only game played so far.
2: Oh, ridiculous! It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's just there's gasps, open gasps, because you can't believe. It. You you know you're capable of it, but when you see it, it's just astonishing. You know, it's 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 every bit as artistic as seeing that. You know, Messi free kick into the absolute top, top, top corner. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's it's the best in the world, the best. Where you know that it's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And the pressure, way, 99 times that ball goes over the head of the fielder for one bounce? Four, he carries on, and you think he's still got a chance to win the game for his country. Next thing, he looks around, one-handed, the guy's plucked it out the sky. It's ridiculous. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, even he was laughing um, all over. There's a, even in the press box, you know, you you see it, and then there's a delayed. TV reaction 10 seconds later. Still astonished, even if you've seen it live. You know, things that take breath away, but those are the type of capture the imagination of the tournament because that picture will be in every single tomorrow, every single paper in the weekend. It's going to hype up England until they play their next game. Mm-hmm. Stokes are going to be the talisman, like Flintoff was in those major winning Ashes series. That, that That's what moments like that do for you. They'll sure. win the match at that point. But to put that exclamation mark it's just it 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 was not it does not even now you still get you know a short a shortness of breath because it's ridiculous to see crazy his position in the air. even place who takes those kind of catches fit I'm not surprised that he does because I've seen him practice was saying it' sort of it's oh. just astonishing athleticism
1: oh finally finally, I know you're in the press room and fa duplessis has just spoken is there anything that he said that stands out for you that you can share with us
2: um, yeah I think there's a there's a there's a little bit of frustration because once you've restricted England to 311 instead of 360, as they were expecting, you know the door door's open. Um, so I think, though, the consistency that you said, that there's no sense of panic, you know where you are, uh, you know what the tournament entails, you know what you've got to do next. So I suppose the immediate reaction is that there's no panic in the camp because they know what they need to do next. Uh, Bangladesh, they have to play on Saturday, they have to go on Sunday, they have to beat them well. Because now you don't have a choice. Um, so, I would say that it's balanced And and I've seen a, re- a lot of reactions on, on social media to his initial comments where he said, um, cricket is not the biggest thing in the world yeah. for us. We realize this perspective. We, we want to win cricket matches, but we don't necessarily need to. It's not a do-or-die thing. I think what they're trying to do with that is take pressure away from people and free themselves to play. But in a World Cup, uh, there was a lot of anticipation for that first ball, and the fact that they gave it to the most experienced player in Imran is not surprising because Imran doesn't do nerves. Um, but I think a few of the youngsters, even in Lungi's first ball, even KG's first ball, you saw, there were butterflies. Mm-hmm. You know, there were butterflies. So the batsmen were probably relieved that they didn't have to bat first because there's butterflies. Um, so I think now that they're into the tournament, they've played the biggest gun. They're never going to face that atmosphere again until the semi finals, maybe, or the Australia game, maybe. They will get into the tournament now and we'll see, we should see some decent performances. But they know that after Bangladesh, which they have to, and if you don't beat Bangladesh, then you don't deserve to be talking about semi finals anyway. But beyond Bangladesh, they play India, one of the favourites, and they play West Indies, one of the serious, serious dark horses. And they know what West Indies can do. They scored 400 the other day against a good New Zealand attack. So. South well, Africa not panicking but oh now that the margins for area is that much
1: thinner okay great stuff lungani thank you very much for finding time to speak to us live from the oval uh, lungani zama freelance journalist that is covering the world cup speaking to us on safm lines are open oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven voice notes on whatsapp 107. four one oh four one oh seven let's get your reaction we're going to speak to a former Proteas all-rounder brian mcmillan next Abiso, Musia on SAFM. Okay, Brian McMillan is already on the line, but Colin has called us from Cape Town. Colin, good evening. Hello, good evening. Yes, sir. Uh, Your thoughts? Uh, this is Colin. Yes, Colin.
3: Um, do you know something, Bisu? Yeah. Do you know something? Um, I'm telling you now, we won't even reach the semi-finals. Because number one, we were still experimenting last month or two months ago. Who's our combinations? Who's our um, opening batsmen and things like that? Mm-hmm. When we played Sri Lankan and Pakistan at uh, Markham, out of ten oh. games, he only played two. They had Peterson opening bats, uh, batting, things like that. Now, I reckon they should have had the World Cup team selected six Eight months, if not close to a year ago. But we always seem to be sleeping and we're always looking for combinations. We're looking for this and that. You cannot look for combinations to go into the bloody World Cup. And,
1: and I remember in that series, time. they were still looking for that batting all rounder up until like, no. the last game.
3: No. You see, they were looking the batting all rounder. They had six different batting all rounders. One played one game. The other played three games. The other played one game. Mm. So and so, so and so. The problem is we played ten, five, one-day internationals. Pakistan and Sri Lanka. And Markham only played two out of that ten. Now they put him into the World Cup. That in practice is what counts.
1: The problem
3: is we we wake up too late. We should never have had our World Cup team a month ago.
1: Okay, great. Loud and clear there, Colin uh, from Cape Town. Thank you for that. But let's welcome Brian McMillan now on the line, former Proteas all rounder. Brian, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for finding time to speak to us here on SAFM. We're honored to be talking to you.
4: We said thanks for so inviting Nice to be here.
1: Great stuff, Big Mac. What are your thoughts on this game and this defeat?
4: Yeah, look, I mean, uh, obviously the Lux didn't perform too well today. They didn't play the best cricket. Um, I've got to be honest as well. I think England probably played the best cricket. They're uh, in mean, very, very good form at the moment. Um, but uh, just, I think the Biders did pretty well. Uh, batters' shot selection was pretty poor. So I think uh, it was quite clear There's a couple of nerves out there. Um, but uh, the, bright, uh, the positive side of the, of the whole thing is that uh, they've got another eight games to go, I think it is. And, um, yeah, they can settle down now and they they can only move forward. So that's that's probably the positive side. But they've got to pull their fingers out and and, and, and move themselves forward.
1: And on that note, what do you make of this format now? It's back to everybody playing each other and then the top four goes to the same as, I think it was, the same format in the 92 World Cup.
4: Yeah, I I think it's probably pretty fair. You know, out of the nine games that you play, um, it gives you time to play your ups and downs again, And it's sometimes you don't perform that well. Um, so I think it's a more all-round thing. And I think yeah, after after nine games, uh, the top four players with the most points for the cases you should go through. I think, uh, I think it's a pretty fair effort um, uh, with, 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 yeah, with the format. I do like it, yeah.
1: And were you surprised by the decision to open the bowling with Imran Tahir? Did it remind you of 92? Uh, Deepak Patel, I think it was.
4: Yeah, it it, it was pretty interesting. Um, um, I've got no problems with it. I I think it worked quite nicely. Um, Something new to the game and it shows that the boys have been thinking about it. So yeah, to me, it it, uh, it was a surprise definitely uh, because that's not the South African way. And uh, it's good to see the new thoughts being brought into the game.
1: Yeah, Colin just called us and he says that the Proteas don't know uh, their team uh, or their starting 11 and they should have had an idea long before the tournament. What's your take on that, Brian McMillan?
4: Yeah, look, it's a, it's a difficult one. Uh, I heard a little bit of the conversation and Pacquiao only played two of X amount of games. I, I think that's a valid point. Um, I, I, I think, um, you know, there's so many players uh, that are not things to make the side. I think they have to give everybody opportunity, um, perhaps a few more warm-up games. At the end of the day, you know, when you play at this level and, uh, you know, whether you bet six, three, five or four, doesn't really matter. You should be going to to play in the top order. Um I, I don't think we can blame the the, uh, the uh, selection of players and then giving them enough time to play the game to, to the shots that are being played today. I, I mean, you can't blame the coach for that. you got to blame the players. It was just poor cricket, really, and then and, and shot selection. Uh, and that's really what cost us. I think the ball performed pretty well. I think uh, 300 runs was, was, was the uh, par powerful four, 4 that wicket. could. These are oval and um, it looked pretty dry as well. Um, it was, if you look at the top six, seven, where well, one runner um, and the shots were played, and uh, unfortunately it was Sashim, it hit him in the head, but uh, that's good question. But just shot selection um, was, was pretty poor. And I think uh, that's what we can blame out. I don't think you can blame on anything else.
1: And a lot's been said about the all-rounder role in the protest team, Brian, and they've been looking for that betting all-rounder. Uh, do you think they've found that all-rounder, or are they still not sure uh, between Morris and Pretorius? I see Petlacuayo seems to have cemented his place.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite, uh, he's definitely in, in the side. Whether whether he's a batting all-rounder or a bowling uh, all-rounder is, uh, needs to be discussed. And um, the rest of the blokes, you know, I don't think you're gonna find another killers which is everybody's trying to hope to find uh, one in a million. Um, yeah, as long as you you, you play all rounders you got the cock, which would be your genuine all-rounder. as a keeper, Canberra. Um as long as you bowl as you can bat and, and bat you can bowl, um, probably the Interesting thing uh, J.P. Doomey is playing on the side. Um, I'm not yeah. sure he bowled over today. Um, I didn't pick anything up because I picked the game quite later, but I did see Markham by the end. I don't know why he was by the area of J.P. But um, at the end of the day, J.P. would be your all-rounder, your genuine all-rounder to bowl and back. And if he didn't bowl, I would like to know why he didn't bowl.
1: Yeah, he did. I think he bowled two overs. I think they shared five overs, him and Aiden Makram there. He went for 14 in his two overs. Let's go to Patrick. Okay. That's called us from PE. Uh, we've got Brian McMillan on the line. Patrick, good evening. Uh,
0: good evening, Tadis, and good evening to Brian McMillan.
1: Evening,
0: um, I think for me, it was a sad one. you know, And I would say it was, it was a sad one even before we even bowled, we even bowled a ball. The fact that it was a known fact that we didn't have enough practice games and the fact that we, did, we were not sure even about our first 11. I mean, I listened to Brent Smith when he says he doesn't understand why we don't have to be like that. You know, and and that for me, Tabis, has been a modern fact. The fact that we are we are preparing for the World Cup, but we were not ready equipping ourselves to prepare for the World Cup. The fact that we're still feeling who do we bowl, who do we use there, who do we use there. And again. I can't far from the, the issue of the fact that we always mention Spain. I mean, Spain was not fully fit in the previous World Cup, and even now you are not fully fit. Besides the injury that happened in the in the, in the, in the IPL, mm. and that also means that we were not playing. If we will have an issue of mentioning Spain, where we know that Spain did not been fit the previous World Cup because he was injured, that for me is a worrying factor for South African cricket. It fact that we don't plan for the big staking.
1: Okay, loud and clear there, Patrick. Uh, were you surprised, Brian, by the omission of David Miller? That's, that seems to be the big talking point. Obviously, it's always easy to talk in hindsight.
4: Yeah, I, I, I think it was always the issue of of um, JP, uh, Markham, and Miller and, and was going to play in the side. Uh, um, I always thought that JP would play in the side because if he needed six brothers, brother, he was he was your man. I was quite surprised to see Markham about him. And, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's... It, yeah, Miller, Miller, to me, uh, should probably play, to be quite, to be quite honest. Um, but, you, you know, they're the very, very similar. Um, and I, I think the coach just was the opportunity as well. And he, hopefully he thought that was the best side on the, on the day. Um, given cover with maybe an extra bird, a, a seventh bird if you want to call it that. That uh, one can't deter from the fact that the, the baddest play bad shots yeah. um, to be two two wickets down or three weeks down for 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 spit uh, and Hashim, you're probably a most experienced player there. You can eat on the head. It's the last thing we want to see. I think that, that left a big hole in the side. And uh, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I mean, to come back from three weeks down for nothing, uh, or go out, anything. He's a long way to score 300 runs, um, and I think people, as well, with, uh, must also understand and have a look at the look at the game. I mean, 300 runs is really a run and ball, and it just seems like the like block, block, block and smash it. Um, if you look at the England side, they still put pressure on the ones and twos, which is quite important in the game. Um, and I don't see a lot of other people trying to do it, and that's, that's probably England digging down the ground and looking for ones and twos pretty prevalent and coming down meeting the ball and eating straight, on the, straight down the ground okay. um, it was quite effective
1: yeah we've got a voice note that's come through on 0614104107 good morning, Mr. MC learn here from Holland nice play by the Proteas but they that's not a stage to try the new partnerships for the coach we need pe- partnerships that you
0: know have worked for us Mila and Fandedusen have been doing well giving us the 50s the 60s but now we don't have Mila. How can we get... Where do we get that taxi from? That power heater just to disturb the bowlers. You don't have someone like that. If Andre Tussin is not doing it because most of the time he comes out under pressure. Now he has to play for the team instead of playing his game. Thank you.
1: Okay, I think a lot of people agree with you there, Tulani. Finally, Brian McMillan. I don't want to say the next game is a must win against Bangladesh. It's very early in the tournament. But do you expect changes on Sunday? Look,
4: strictly speaking, um, we're gonna start winning games, no doubt. We 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 won down now. Um I am sure there might be a couple of changes. I'm I'm sure maybe maybe uh, even the middle might come in and, and, and it's bolstered back in, if you can call it that. Mm. But, um, yeah, mind games is a lot of games. Um, uh, one thing for sure, Bangladesh is a must-win game. It's one of those that you can't afford to lose with, with all due respect. And
1: with India
4: um, coming up. So, I mean, I think uh, India is the next game after yeah. it, And they're probably one of the favourites of England. So, Bangladesh is a must-win. India, jeez, if we can win that, it be fantastic because I, I, I think they probably... The number one side in the tournament for me, um, as all round side, mm. um, and uh, you know the, these other sides are one and two stars. um, I, I think it's a must-win game, and I think Bangladesh is one of them. Um, India is not going to be easy game. There's no doubt about it. With uh, Virat Kohli there, and, and they all round side, they top six batters, and, and the brothers have performed well as well. So, and a, a big match temperament side. So we, we we have to win the next one. It's probably down to be a couple of change. I think it bothers the bulk pretty well. Um pretty stains up there Um, yeah, with the injury and that type of thing. But, um, yeah, the betting side, the like Blacks have taken a long, uh, hard look at themselves and, 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 and uh, understand that uh, the job is to get runs. And the and, uh, 350 is really par poor, poor for those wickets there at the moment.
1: Yeah, let's take the last one, Patrick. That just called us from Pine Town. Good evening.
4: Good evening. How are you?
1: Fine, thanks, Patrick.
4: We South Africans have got a tendency of,
5: to, of becoming too critical. It's an early stage. Brian McMillan has, has said it well. It was a bad short shift selection. They didn't play so bad. They made silly mistakes, and they can still do it. And it's too early. We still have eight games to go. Now we're crying, we're criticizing, and we are too critical ourselves. These guys can pick themselves up and play good Good and who are, you, who are you
1: referring to exactly? That's criticising and crying.
5: This There is a guy from Cape Town. He said, no, oh, we have our team long time ago. And okay. the other okay. a guy who was on voice. Uh, on oh, voice okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so critical. But these guys, we are in England. We were playing against England in their home turf you know
1: what you're going to get okay patrick it's nice it's one there from pine town brian thank you very much for speaking to us on sfm we really really appreciate your time as i said it's an honor to for us to talk to you and we wish you all the best and enjoy the cricket Thanks,
4: Thanks, Paul. Thanks for inviting
1: us. thank you brian mcmillan big mac former proteas all-rounder we're still going to talk betting with wsb but uh, we've got uh, dr mpo rabada on the line now uh, who's going to talk to us about kakiso rabada's wonderful work that he's doing with the foundation
0: Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM.
1: And Dr. Ampor Rabada joins us on the line now to talk about the Kakhiso Rabada's Five Nations Initiative. Uh, he posted, if you're on social media, you might have seen uh, he posted something about his birthday, uh, but his dad will tell us more. Dr. Rabada, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening and good evening to the listeners. The initiative has been dubbed Inspire and Ignite. Can you please tell us more about this wonderful initiative?
5: Well, it inspired, life and, and because I think if you give, uh, you know, you, you, are, you are bound to to bring joy to the person who is receiving, and then in this context, uh, it was uh, basically that we give like sporting equipment or arts um, and culture equipment to the deserving people so that uh, they can apply their trade. You know, and, and, you know. one of the things, uh, I went with Cajito and we were watching a game because we were watching my little one. And then the children who were playing, when, when one was pulled out, uh, they were using, uh, you know, they were sharing beds and pairs. And, you know, it, it's painful because now if you don't have a bed, for God's sake, how do you practice? You know, so on mm. his first day, he remembered those kind of things and he said, you know what, I don't want to get this. I'd rather uh, donate um, and match up to a value of hundred thousand uh, for two thousand five hundred uh, beneficiaries, so that they can get uh, their betting equipment or or, or, or soccer boots or whatever it is. Mm. So it's open to the general public. If you know anyone who is deserving, all you do is you nominate and just put it on the
1: website. Okay. So so what's that website?
5: It's oh.
1: org. Oh, very simple. So if I understand correctly, KG is putting down 100,000 rand worth of equipment and uh, to 2,500 deserving young people and is also asking South Africans to play their part.
5: Yes, well, I was going to play a part because if we give, it's obviously the pot will be more and it can cover uh, if somebody was going to get two items, they might get three items, or mm-hmm. it might actually exceed that number. So we are appealing to people to be time and uh, to open up their purposes. I mean, one of the things that we, we've done, as you know, that we've, we've sponsored Ayabonga Kaka mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, equipment, the Protea Lady.
1: Yes, yes, Ayabonga.
5: And, yes, and we also have sponsored Mochori Mudiba for a music video. Mm. So we're saying that that act of kindness brings joy to those people and they are able to blossom and be, you know, uh, active and also productive and make money out of whatever it is that we put putting in. From a, from a children's perspective is that they are able to go out there, play uh, and, you know, don't get in trouble and be active and healthy and fit. So it's 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 a worthy thing. Mm.
1: So so how do so to to nominate people that are deserving? You need to go to the website and give motivation.
5: Yeah, it it doesn't necessarily have to be you know a You know, a brief summary who assess person, where they are, why you think you know, and that's it. So from that we'll assess, and then the nice thing about this is that. We will also do a 360-degree assessment of those people Mm. and track them for three years, including if they need a mentor or a coach or or access to certain facilities, we will ensure that, that that happens. If somebody is very good at golf and where they live, there's no golf course, but there's a school of excellence of golf, we will try to get that person to a school with those facilities and where possible, even pay for the fees or negotiate that that person or child get access to them. So it's it's very very uh, uh, big project which uh, will run for three years, and then after wow. three years, we might run with those who excel or those who still need intervention.
1: Okay, great stuff. Dr. Mpora thank you very much uh, for speaking to us on SAFM and sharing this wonderful information. And we're going to punt it, and we're going to keep reminding our people of where to go and what to do. And uh, thank you for your time, sir.
5: No, thank you. And one last comment is that the process will bounce back. The <laughs> country has to have to be behind the boys. Uh, it's early days, and I'm saying ladies first.
1: Thank you. And are you going to bounce back with another song? Because I bought your song on iTunes, you and Kakiso.
5: Wow, definitely.
1: <laughs> okay. Nice one. Nice one. Thank you, Dr. Ampo Rabada. And I'm serious. They've actually got a song. Go check it out on iTunes. <laughs> the Rabadas. there, <laughs> Check of all trades. But up next, we're going to talk sports betting, specifically focusing on cricket, of course.